Welcome to Wrestling With The Truth, the podcast for every pro wrestling fan. We've got heated debate, great guests, top 10 lists, reviews, previews, and so much more. And now here are your hosts, BC Hunter and the Nightmare, Jay Myers. All right, yes it is. Are you here at the fancy, fancy beginning that we Almost have Almost like here. we have a producer or something. Who is that sexy voice? I don't know, that's a getting not paid enough i'll tell you that right now i hope he's uh i hope he's getting a bonus of some kind (laughs) (laughs) i won't go there (laughs) (laughs) so welcome to episode 75 the big seven five for us five three crazy three quarters put together yeah no i was kind of worried that we wouldn't have any material for this one but uh a couple of things so much that we had to pause last week and like actually prep for this it's just nuts. I, I just can't believe how nuts it is right now in the world of wrestling. But it, uh, guess who's like, it's almost as if Vince set this up himself and said like, oh, what a better way for everybody to forget about my drama. <laughs> I think him and Tony are in cahoots. <laughs> Probably. You've said that all along. <laughs> it's A-E-W-W-E, right? Maybe yeah. there is a relationship between Nick and Tony. And uh, this is uh, this is how we find out. They're brothers. <laughs> maybe like they... The Scooby-Doo ending. Yeah, maybe they just like to do cocaine together. I don't know. Cocaine. But... <laughs> oh, Tony during that media scrum looked like he was on a bit of a. Uh, he looked a lot of things, but I didn't. Uh, he looked like a. Uh, I got yeah. I don't. We got lots to get into. Oh boy, do we ever! Well, <laughs> as you can tell, uh, AEW is our topic uh, this week, and we're going to be talking about whether AEW is in trouble or not. Like. Uh, everything that's going on what's what's i I don't know what's the feeling here in the wrestling world or in the aew locker room and all that stuff so we thought we'd start off with just you know providing our opinions on what's happening here and uh we'll go through kind of a a a list of different topics that we wanted to discuss to make sure we hit on everything but it all i guess centers around the fallout from the aew fallout from all out yeah (laughs) You know what? That might be the new title of this episode. <laughs> yeah, I was actually, gonna say that was kind of <laughs> catchy, right? Oh, you know, I, I might have to change that. So, um, do we want to do we want to recap sort of quickly what happened just for anybody, any that one person in the world who didn't see what happened? Yeah, for sure. Do you want do you want to try to do well, that? Or? Well, I'll try and tackle it. I mean, there was yeah. a sh- shit ton that happened, but uh, so all out pay per view goes down everything happens including a big return from one of their major stars who's been out for several months and we all had our we all had our opinions on on how that went down but regardless MJF comes back so it should be the main story big big time return punk retains obviously but then we get the uh, obligatory media scrum as they call it from all out and um I mean, I guess this is their thing. They do with this after every pay-per-view now. And uh, we had Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk, up there with Tony Khan. And um, all of a sudden, or maybe not all of a sudden, CM Punk's got some beverages in front of him and uh, some muffins in front of him. And he just goes on a tirade about, and seemingly, from what I can gather, seemingly unprovoked. He sort of, he had a question from a reporter that had nothing to do with Colt Cabana, Scott Colton, I think that's his name, and... uh, Punk proceeded to tear into I, not the reporter, I guess, but just in general, go on a tirade about um, the EVPs not being able to manage a target, a um, bunch of children he works with, and then proceeded to 
basically, for all intents and purposes, shame Scott Colton into like sort of oblivion that he shares a bank account with his mother and all this, that, and the other thing, and about the lawsuit and how he was basically he may yeah anyway i won't even use the words that i should use to describe it but not very nice um comments about uh cole cabana aka scott colton and uh meanwhile tony Khan just sat there the whole time even nodding his head uh throughout most of it um and then we learn apparently after he leaves the stage so a lot of what was said was in direct um sort of vitriol to adam page and the elite aka bucks and kenny um and apparently we find out after the fact that Ken, that uh, punk leaves the stage this is where things get murky i don't know you might have other details but some are saying the bucks and kenny stormed into his room broke the door down others are saying they did not do that others are saying they just sort of knocked on the door walked in whatever but a fist fist of cuffs happened in the room we have reports of a steel biting kenny taking a chunk out of kenny We've got multiple agents involved because um, suspensions followed afterwards. And some of those suspensions were agents like Christopher Daniels. And um, I think even the lawyer, the legal, legal, uh, head of legal, some, some head of legal lady was in the room too. And she was apparently involved and whole lot of cluster, you know, what going on in there uh, from what we hear again, this is all sort of after the fact speculation, but there is reports coming out now that people that were there and so so on and so forth. We did see the security guard in, I think it's Swerve and Lee's press conference. They You can see the security kind of racing in the background there. Um, but all that to say, we got suspensions handed out officially for the elite, Kenny, um, I think it was Nakazawa, Christopher Daniels. Ace, well, no, Ace didn't get it in the original report. I think a couple other people. Right. Nothing for Punk and Steel at the time, but then we later find out that Punk is injured and stripped of the title. Also, the Elite was stripped of the title, but to this date, to this recording, I still don't think Punk's been fired and or suspended. So yeah. um, not from what we hear. And then obviously on Dynamite, um, Tony Khan goes at the beginning of the show, which... Some people, some people applauded and heralded. I didn't think it was. I thought it was poor, to be honest. I didn't. He didn't address anything. He just said that the titles have been stripped, but there was no explanation. There was no even mention of anything. And I, I know he can't really get into every detail, but like, there was no ill. Like at least say conduct unbecoming or something, and then he stripped. But he didn't say anything. Yeah. So that's where we're at. That's that's where we get to right now with our opinion, I guess. So I'll let you, after my diatribe there, get into it. <laughs> That's pretty good. I feel like I'm I'm on the Wrestling Observer or something like that. Uh, you did a good job. I think the, the only other thing to mention is that CM Punk's now injured, and there's rumor that it happened because of the fracas that occurred in the dressing room. He's, oh, uh, was he it? Either got a torn pec or a torn bicep or something like that. I didn't hear that. I heard that it was yeah. from the plancha to the outside of the match, which I couldn't remember anyway. So who knows? I, who yeah, knows? Who knows? So that that's um, yeah. That we'll talk about like that. what a shit show. Like yeah, what, like we'll, we'll, all we'll of which taking that. away from MGF. But anyway, that's yeah. like yeah. We'll, we'll touch on that in a later segment here in the show because there is an interesting question that we have, and and some things have come to light to make it wonder about. Well, we'll talk about whether it's yeah. work or shoot or not. But anyways, our, our first thing is just the opinion on these events, and I guess it ties yeah. in with our second 
part is, you know, as Tony Khan lost control of the roster. But um, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm hearing different things. Um, so some people are saying that the Bucks kicked down the door, and, and the, I can't picture the Bucks having the ability to kick down the door. They <laughs> probably did. Probably a super, super kick. kick. To the, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they did 48 super kicks to the door before it sold for them. <laughs> Zing. Oh my god, that would be great. Actually, I hope they filmed it for being the elite. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> I'm sure Cutler was there filming. Just get it. Cutler. Cutler got suspended too. Apparently, I think. Yeah. Who so, knew he was actually their muscle too? Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> really. Um. So yeah, it does lead to the question: Is Tony? Has Tony lost control of the the roster? I mean, my opinion kind of ties into this. But this isn't the first thing, though, right? I mean, yeah, we've heard of yeah. stuff leading up to this, too. And I guess we should point out, it's not just the follow from Allowed. It's also, uh, and, I mean, that's got to be their next pay-per-view. That's a better name than <laughs> Quake by the Lake, I got to say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but you also have, rumor has it that Aleister Black has has asked for and given Been granted. God his, re- his release. Yeah. Uh, you or sorry, Malachi Black, whichever you want to go with, right? Um, Thunder supposedly, Rosa, that, Thunder, yeah. Thunder Rosa, yeah, possibly has asked for her release. Miro supposedly is unhappy. There's a few people that are unhappy. Frankie Kazarian's another name that's come up. We don't know. We're not backstage. Yeah. We have no context. All we're doing is hearing third-hand knowledge of this. I mean, I I listen to people, uh, you know, as far as podcasts of some that do have some knowledge of it, but I don't trust one thing that the dirt sheets say because yeah. part of me wonders if the dirt sheets aren't involved with this stuff. But going back to the question, has Tony Khan lost control of the roster? My question is, has Tony Khan ever had control of the yeah. roster? No, it's a, it's a good point. I, I think, I, I don't know if we were talking about this in the show before, but a thought that came in my head was, the whole start, the genesis of of AEW was centered around the elite, right? I mean, they were sort of the EVPs, and that's where everything kind of came from. But almost Tony Khan seems to be now, after three years ish of of seeing this guy out there and and in the world, and I guess in the public, not seeing him, but we like we hear about what happens. Part of me thinks that he was kind of working them from the beginning almost to get them on board to get um the buzz behind it straight after i mean after all in right i mean he, that's where things uh, kind of started the t- talks from and and the reason i think that even more now is cody doesn't leave if things are good right i mean if C- cody was an instrumental part of this this company and, and so much so that we think he was maybe the guy with Tony Khan at the beginning, right? Or he, anyway, I mean, you, it's probably arguable whether he was the guy or not just one of the four, but at the very least he was crucial in the, the, the company getting started and through the negotiations with Tony. And when that happened, I was like, that made me think. And then I was like, okay, maybe he just didn't like the booking or whatever, but like to then go through all of that after Cody leaving to now, Think about all the all the nuts stuff that we've heard going down, right? Through guys being unhappy, through lack of communication from Tony. We had, um, and again, neither one of us are the biggest fan of Joey Janela, but he had nothing good to say about the company after he was let go. And again, it's sour grapes, I get it. But when everything starts to come out, it can't just be everybody not telling the truth, right? I mean, it, I mean, it could be, but you start to think, is there any sort of kind of, um, truth to any of this stuff and 
So I don't know. I think he hasn't had control for a while, like you say, but I almost think the EVPs were a little bit duped too, to be honest. I think maybe he just sort of used them to get in the door, to get things set up, and he had no intention on them being in sort of quote-unquote control, whether or not they were or not. But I don't know. That, that's sort of my take. And I know that's not directly answering the question, but I, I think it goes back even deeper. But I think it just Tony had a vision from the get-go, and he was going to ride those guys until he couldn't, and then he was going to sort of take – and so that's why we're seeing Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk, means more to him than the elite, in my opinion. That's that's To me, that's clear. Otherwise, Punk would be fired or suspended at least, but mostly fired given what we hear that nobody wants him back. So why is he still employed, right? I mean, that's – so, yeah, I think he's lost control, but in a almost in a purposeful way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that uh, Tony was playing with fire in the first place to, to make current members of the roster who who – Never had a history of any type of management yeah. or anything like that. Apart from in, one show. I mean, they booked that yeah, one show. They did yeah. that one show. Yeah. Yeah. Putting them into this EVP position. You know, that's a, that's a dangerous thing. And and I mean, you see it in the past, like old school. Yes, they had some current yeah. wrestlers that were the bookers uh, of the territory. But that was somebody who who had a history, who'd been there for a long time, and probably even had a bit of ownership into the uh, yeah. into the product itself. But you have like these guys that, I guess you could say that Cody probably had the most experience of anybody as far as any like type TV of TV style. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I don't know. It's, it's a, I don't know if he's lost control of the roster per se. I, I don't know if he ever had control right. of the roster is the thing. I think he just, again, it just felt like with, with Tony that it was, um, he just put his toys up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just, he was playing, owner of this fantasy league and or as we mentioned before like an efed and he's just picking yeah. picking 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 people off the roster and stuff like that and then he decided okay well i i think i have what i like but i want more and i think yeah. i have what i like but i want more oh this came available this came and so i i'd love to i'd love to have a little backstage view of of really what the mood is there again we're just hearing yeah. rumors and conjecture and stuff support. like that but i mean somebody mentioned it today i forget who it was but they said something like i think they have 130 or 120 uh wrestlers on their Long roster yeah. and technically they only have what is it they five have five hours or four have, hours they have four hours on actual yeah. tv they have yeah I think another two or three on YouTube, but the, nobody counts that. Like, I'm sorry, nobody counts YouTube as I know NWA is on YouTube, and that's their. But well, that's their whole. When thing, you're right? when you're yeah. on TV, when you're on TBS and TNT, you can't count YouTube as a as a, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, what the story that really struck me too recently was the whole deal where he added all of these guys as new. Like, remember he like from recent anyway if we can believe it but there was a story that he promoted a bunch of people like shivani got like some sort of talent relation title there was a bunch of other people and apparently that was stemming from nobody thought that they they could talk to him or like the communication was so poor in the back nobody like kind of could could connect with tony that like he needed to and this is when all that stuff started to come out about the locker room getting a bit um pissed off a little bit right because Anyway, I mean, it's been a steady decline at the very least. I think we can we can agree, and, and people should, if they're taking an objective look at this, should say that there's been a lot of negative stuff 
progressing for a long time, right? I mean, that's sort of where we're at with everything. So, yeah, yeah, he might not have ever had control of the roster, like you say. But yeah. but but on the same token, you hear that he's like a control freak and that he he wants everything sort of done his way and the way he like writes things and books things and it's all his style. So anyway, well, just look at the Kenny losing the women, right? He lost the Joshi, the I think what are they called Joshi or whatever. Like he took that away from Kenny, right? He Kenny was running the women's division for a while. Yeah, and I mean, you think about it, like he's still involved with the the Jaguars. So and yeah. and. and- the- english football club there right and now we're just hitting the nfl season so he's going to be even more distracted with what's going on um you, you have the i'm not sure what the soccer season runs for them but still, uh, I, mean, I think it's about the same yeah i think it was like started last month maybe or this month yeah it goes okay. until the spring maybe yeah so so i mean like that's that's a lot of distraction how could he even have time to to talk to anybody plus he's writing these shows yeah uh, i him picking Shivani to do the talent relations thing is interesting because Tony Shivani doesn't have any history of doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and then and then you have Jim Ross sitting there who actually did who talent did relations it, for it, WWE. Yeah, of, and but Ross during, isn't a company guy, it seems like now, yeah, right? He's he's critical of Tony, right? Sometimes so but maybe that's but maybe you give him a role like that where he can help turn things around. Maybe that yeah. makes him more of a oh, company I agree. guy. He should have been Jim, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's, it's just, just yeah, there's a lot going on. Again, we can only know what we know, but it seems like there's been a steady decline of backstage chaos at the very least. Right. I mean, at least there, there wouldn't be all of these reports if there wasn't something going on, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that leads us to the next question. Do we believe that this is a shoot or do we think that this is possibly a work? Uh, so I've, I've gone through this several times in my head and I would not put anything past them. But the reason why I think it is a it's a real situation is if not, it is the worst timed creative probably ever. You know what I mean? Because you have now ruined the biggest return that you had in in yet, probably. You know what I mean? Kenny, I guess maybe, but that wasn't even wasn't even a great return. But um in MJF, so you you've literally taken all of the tension, all of the spotlight, everything off off Kenny or off uh, MJF. Sorry. So one, that would be if it is a work, then that's the worst time creative in the world. Mind you, it'd be a really good work if you're doing it, but it's poorly timed, so that's dumb to begin with. And then two, mm-hmm. what's the last thing Cole Cabana has done on on AEW TV? Why why would he be involved in this? It doesn't make any sense unless you're going to somehow propel him into the main event against punk like that doesn't really check out either so cole cabana doesn't really do it for me and then to involve the elite and strip them of the titles you would think they wouldn't i mean maybe if they're if it's a really good work you're stripping everybody of the titles but to th- but then the way he did it you know what i mean like i said earlier where there was no mention of them there was no sort of like played out explanation you think if it was a work he would have they would have wrapped something into that sort of the titles are now vacant or whatever. Right. So there's just too many things in my head that lead me to believe it is not a work. Plus you hear of, there was talk of legal interaction, but again, maybe that's just Meltzer playing it up. If that's the, if that's the case. So I don't know, I guess there's a lot still to come and maybe we'll find out more. Ace steel has apparently been pulled off the road, which essentially means he's fired essentially. Um, So I don't know. I, I am going with it is a shoot. It's it's really happening because if it's not, 
it's it's absolutely atrocious if it's a work that's that's my only take and if it is if it is a work then i might have to join you in the giving up on aew club yeah. well <laughs> yeah i mean my my leaning is towards it being a shoot because this does nothing to to make anybody look good in the whole situation plus yeah. as you said you've just absolutely overshadowed the return of mjf like completely blew that yeah. out of the out of the water now i will say this the only thing that would possibly make me consider it being a work is a couple of factors and one of them i just learned about today to be quite honest um but the first being that um that if if there was an injury that did occur during that match and punk knew that okay this is obviously this is going to be serious i'm going to be out again for a long time does he conjure up with tony okay we got to find a way to uh you know to to yeah write me off of this this script without uh without me having to for the second time relinquish the title relinquish yeah. the title and have an interim champion right so did That's they come up they... with this on the fly the other so, thing so so pause that something to yep. support that theory is it's rumored that he was practicing and and rehearsing this this media scrum in the back people have wit- apparently witnessed him sort of going over this media scrum rant in the back now again doesn't necessarily mean it was a, a work because he could have just been like we all would do if you're prepping for something you just sort of like run through stuff in your head to make sure you catch all the points but again that would if it is a work then that would add up to that as well yeah and that was going to kind of go into my second point is it felt a little bit not that it felt rehearsed but it was like he definitely wanted to stick to a script with it It, he even made the comment because nobody actually brought up cole cabana no all he did was he he waited for nick hausman to ask a question because he knew that nick hausman was um well, as he called it, friends with Cole Cabana, but Hausman revealed we're not friends. We we did an improv thing ten years ago, and I haven't talked to the guy since. Right. Um, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But he even um, Punk made the kind of forget exactly how he put it, but he basically I forget he used a wrestling term, but it was like blew blew my lead or something like that, right? Because he because he was expecting Hausman to say, yeah, he's a friend of mine, but he didn't, right? So right. it's almost it like he got threw him got, off a little bit. He got thrown off a little bit, and then he went right back into it, and then. He kept interjecting and he really kind of like emasculated Tony. Tony, yeah, I was just going to say he kept cutting him off and going back to the same to the same narrative when there was no reason to go back to it. It's almost like, oh, shoot, I forgot about this. I forgot about that. And Tony did look legitimately uncomfortable. And that's why if it was a work, that's some damn fine acting by Tony Khan, which we all know is he's horrible on camera. So <laughs> Tony looks uncomfortable at all times. Yes. In life. I mean, the face that he made when he's announcing the, uh, when he said on dynamite that uh, the AEW title is the most important title. And he did yeah. that. Like, I was like, he looked like the leprechaun or something. But like there's that. a point and, where punk says something and you can, it was something really dickish you know what i mean and you could and it, you that's called everything that punk yeah, says but they zoom like i said i saw something where they zoomed in on tony's face and he was like like deer in a headlight sort of like now he didn't say anything but a lot of the the reactions from tony khan lead me to believe that that was that was genuine he was hearing all that stuff for the first time and not but again a true well i'm can you imagine that happening like with Triple H or Vince on the podium? It wouldn't. Like no, it, it wouldn't. Have. They would have no. shut that shit down right away and been like, listen, Phil's comments are his own. We we don't all kind of feel the same way. Let's let's sort of no more questions on that. Let's direct it. Yeah, you know, that you're his boss. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
But now, point number three that could possibly lead to it being a work. Uh, and again, these are all secondhand sources. There's nothing like you know. Yeah, we don't know definitively. Yes, but there. I read something today that basically uh, most of the media members, like the Meltzers and the Alvarezes, weren't planning on attending that scrum. They were planning on just like saying hello to the wrestlers, and that was it. But they, you know, it's it's a it's a kayfabe media scrum about yeah. wrestling, right? It's not like we're we're talking about the president of the United States doing a press conference. Although his press conferences seem to make less sense than the wrestling <laughs> ones do, but that's another matter. Yeah, you but, say it's kayfabe, but they're pretty straight shooting in those media scrums, though. Like, they well, I guess I'm comparing about... like the WWE ones. Yeah, fair, enough, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, but the, somebody had written, and I'm not sure who it was, but that because some of these people were probably not going to attend, that there was a, a note that went out to the press, and I call them press with quotation marks because they're not journalists, but uh, a note went out saying you might want to attend this. Um, you, you don't want to miss this this scrum. As in, uh, there's going to be something big that happens here. So that kind of leads to the thought. Now, they could have been talking about something else. They could have been talking about the the uh, Swerve in Our Glory thing where they booked the next match with, with those guys or something. I don't know. Right. But the, I don't know. There, there's uh, some I did not hear that. That's pretty yeah. sketchy if that's the case. And I know we're getting the Kennedy assassination type of conspiracies here, but they, I mean, there's smoke, there's fire with some of this yeah, stuff. No, for sure. And, and then, again, they've they've got a history of doing this, so I wouldn't put it past them if that's the case. But it's and if, if it's it a work, to be a work. It's the oh fuck, it's yeah. bad. Like and it's if it's bad. a work, they have all the cooperation from every wrestling website possible because they're the darlings of the wrestling right. world, right? Which means so, you can never again trust anything that comes from and, Meltzer. That's the other thing. And then if it is a work, they've blown. So number one, they've made everybody look bad. They've possibly caused some legal situations with Colt Cabana um, for defamation, basically. And um, they've also then ruined their reputation. And how can they be trusted for anything again with uh, with these media sites? There just seems to be so way too much downside if this is. Oh, and they overlap the whole MJF thing. (laughs) Yeah, and the MJF thing. And people were arguing, oh, well, they made up for it on Dynamite. I don't think so. I don't think you made up for it. I mean... MJF made up for MJF it. MJF was good, yeah. but I don't think that was your booking that made up for it. He no. just went out there and did what he always does. Yeah. But anyway, all right. Yeah. yeah, I think we both agree, and I just... If this turns out to be a work, then... Uh, you gotta be I done might, with it. People yeah, gotta be I might done, have yeah. to throw my hands up, too, because yeah. it's just like, I can't. This is just ridiculous. Even the staunchest AEW supporter would have to just throw their hands up and no. say, I can't. The AW stands are not leaving, bud, for anything. They are <laughs> uh, stands for a reason. They are stands for a reason. All right, let's move on to our next question. Should CM Punk be fired for everything? I'll let you go first for this one. I know you were salivating on this one, probably. Well, I think he should be fired just for being garbage <laughs> in the ring, but anyways. <laughs> no, okay. He should be fired just for those long pants alone. Yeah, that, I know. Those white gear. Yeah, those yeah, yeah, that horrible. was horrible. Yeah. Hard, not hard to tell he's going to get busted open when he's wearing white gear. But, uh, uh, okay, so we're both businessmen. We both have been in management and stuff like that. If one of our employees were to, to go off go off publicly about the goings-on about the company, not even public goings-on, stuff that's going on yeah. backstage, what would we do? Well, it would be completely gone, like completely yeah. gone. I mean, uh, there's HR kind of processes you have to follow, but I think yes. that would be – without cause right or with cause yeah. i guess you would say right? with cause yeah with cause gone like yeah that's what i mean like the fact that he didn't address anything around disciplinary action for punk mm-hmm. that 
Really? Like you're not even going to announce a suspension. He can still be injured and you can still suspend him. Like sure. he's injured. And then once the injury is over and when he's healthy, he's then suspended for six months or whatever. The other stupid thing is they didn't announce the length. Right. So no. that to you almost furthers the work part. Cause like, right. why wouldn't you announce the actual length of the sus- suspension? Now I know yep. they don't really talk details of contracts or injuries or anything. So maybe that yep. just sort of is par for the course on that. But, like kayfabe world, okay, you don't you don't announce it. You just see suspended indefinitely or whatever on TV. But like yeah. an actual disciplinary thing. Again, this is this is the difference. WWE could never do this because of the board, right? They just right. couldn't. They're publicly traded. They're publicly yeah. traded. They could never do something of this. So maybe that's where Tony thinks he's being a really smart booker and say, oh well, we can take advantage of all this stuff. And again, I would argue it's really piss poor timing and and really you it's bad. I mean, it's good, but it's bad. Because if, if this is a work, it's a great work. You know what I mean? Like you're completely doing the def, the, the definitive work, but it's very, very poorly timed and yeah. overshadowing so many things that it's also bad. Then This so. is like Andy Kaufman faking his death type of work. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> great job, but really didn't help anything. It didn't right? help. Yeah. yeah, but that's, yeah, good point. There's zero yeah. outcome then if that's the case. Like where are you going to get the outcome of this? Yeah. Right. So back to back to my point on on Punk, should he be fired? I I think just from a business person standpoint, yes, of course, yeah. he should be fired. He should. There's he completely torpedoed the whole brand. He possibly put them in a bad situation legally. Now, yeah, well, from our, get, though, did you if you fire Punk, do you have to fire the elite? Well, I was just going to get into that because that's our that's our next uh, question, right? Should the elite right. be fired? But we'll 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 combine these okay. Yeah, okay. with them. But but so with the elite, yes, they did actions on becoming of EVPs. But the only thing we know about what the elite did was from what we're from. hearing from the rumor mill. Like we, they didn't do that on camera. And no, from what you're right, from what we know, we don't know if that actually happened. They're doing an investigation into that. Right. What, from what we heard is all they went. So some people are saying the only thing they did is they knocked on the door. They wanted to talk to him because ironically enough, Punk is like saying, if you got a problem with me, come you come me. talk to me. Yeah, exactly. Then he goes on TV and does that. And then when somebody comes and sees him, he throws chairs yeah. and punches people. Yeah. Right? So. No, it's right. You, yeah, it's true. You're totally right. I mean, we don't know the details. I guess. Again, I think the elite, I think the elite, no, you don't fire the elite. What you do is you suspend them, which he's done, which he's done pending further investigation. And then once, once then the investigation is complete, you make your decision on that. Right? Like no one will condone if they did sort of storm in there and just attack them. No one's going to condone that, but I will condone them defending themselves. I will condone them taking up for his comments towards them. Right. I will condone them standing up to him if that's the case, but it's de- to your point depends on the details of how that all went down. Then, then that might dictate a different scenario, but I, in my, so I even, I asked you, do you have to, uh, to me, you don't, you don't have to fire them in that. If they're the, if they're defending their, I don't want to say honor, cause that's dumb, but like if they're defending their name and they're just sort of going to him to, to talk to him, then no, you don't. But if they go to him, storm in, break down the door, just beat them up, from the get-go then that's a different that's assault right i mean then that that's a different scenario but if they just go to him to confront what he said about them on publicly in front of the whole world then i don't think that's fireable i think that's maybe to your point if there was individual actions that came out of it then that's a different story but they did he, what he, asked. he was the instant yeah he was the instigator he public he publicly defamed like you said them and Scott Colton. So like you, you have a case to make that he was completely in the wrong. 
completely. Yeah, he did. Wrong. He did it on. It's, it's two now, wrongs don't make it right. I get that, but they yeah. they if if we come to find out that they just went to his room to talk to him about hey what the shit was that out there, then is that really them doing it wrong? They just and then if the altercation happens, the altercation happens. But well, and and Jay, think about this: they're EVPs. They're right. doing their job. They're investigating right. what but you just put our company flip, in. On the flip, if they did start something that's completely yes, cares like uh conduct unbecoming and they should be gone right if that's but the case you, you can't do that as an evp from what we hear and trust me i am not one of the, <laughs> you the ate, young bucks you ate all or, three of them <laughs> <laughs> but i i i'm you know that's from a from what they do in the ring in the perspective. Ring, yeah. as human beings this is a whole different thing and you have somebody um you know i, I I'll say this about like punk too. Like I know everybody thinks, Oh, he just, he hates punk. So he's not going to defend anything. I get it. Punk didn't like the fact that hangman page went off script, but to be quite honest with you, when hangman page did that, I didn't have any clue what he was talking about in the first place. This isn't something that like was just mind blowing, you know, ripped open uh, some controversial stuff, it's, but that you just said it two wrongs don't make a right punk didn't need to go on to national tv the next week knowing that hangman page wasn't there to back up everything that punk and, and was make saying. him look like a bitch basically that's what he that's, did he, he did it on punk, purpose punk didn't look like a bitch hangman page looked like oh a that's bitch. what i mean and, yeah. and like punk specifically knew he wasn't going to come to the ring it yeah. wasn't scripted it was no segment plan he did that so you talk about him going into business for himself what the he hell went, did you just do there ex- and, and he went he harder yeah he it made, went it, harder. made him look horrible people Hangman were Page did it to his face yeah true enough true enough you know, punk, punk's him, yeah. the pipe bomb king he could have yeah. recovered if he wanted to but that neither here nor there but i get where he's coming from as far as the cole cabana stuff though that that's that's not belonging on on a media scrum and as yeah. I say, the elite, they could have been just going back as they're in their jobs as EVPs, you know, they're busy it's, guys. They, yeah. I mean, I know they can't, they can't manage a target, but they can certainly manage AEW. So that's what they got to do. Right? Yeah. And I guess it, we'll have to wait and see where it comes out. And then like, we can't, I mean, I, I guess I certainly won't sort of, I wouldn't judge anyway, because whatever, they're all grown men and they do their own thing, but I, I won't sort of um, assess what happened until we know what happened. Right. Because if if it is just them going to like you say do their job and communicate with him like what the hell did you just do out there that's a totally different story than them breaking down the door and aggressively trying to beat him up right yeah which to your point those three guys are all four of those guys aren't aren't like alpha male types right they're not right they're not alpha male types or lesnar 100 i can agree like by that last thing sure undertaker Undertaker coming yeah like any name go through the list all those guys are total alpha males even michaels like Shawn michaels was that when he was in his prime right he would have totally done that like and going to confront him but none of those guys are so it doesn't that doesn't even add up to me like that doesn't even sort of check out that they would aggressively go after him right yeah. if anything ace steel seems like a dick through all this and he's the really yeah. aggressor so so i guess my question to you so just very quickly yes no punk should be fired um <laughs> Uh, I don't want to sit on the fence. Yes, I think he should. Like, I, okay. I think he should. And the elite should be if they were yes. the aggressors. Yeah, okay. All right. But but not if not if they just sort of went to him and confronted them. Yeah. Suspension totally is fitting for that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. So then let's – this. I just thought of this question as we're going through. Um, so let's just say that Punk isn't fired. He isn't suspended. Tony's just going to let this things blow over. Injury, yeah. Um, so they let things blow over to the injury. He's gone for eight months or whatever. So is he done anyways? 
like you know how old is cm punk right now 43 or something like that you can ask the google machine pretty quick here um he's mid 40s at least yeah um 43 years old 43 years old so years old he now has to sit he'll be 44 in october 26 so right so now he'll be nearly 45 by the time he comes back he's now had two championships that have been ruined by injury uh he's he's not getting along with the uh the current roster as we hear yeah he's divided though he's divided divided the locker room room, which which i said that from day one i think the moment they saw that he made the comeback i said he's gonna just ruin that locker room and lo and behold look we here we are a year later all right stop bragging (laughs) but uh well, no, it's just his track record. That's no, all you need to no, see. No, you're not wrong. Yeah. I, it, I got sucked in, to be quite honest, because I had really been like, I hated how he laughed. I hated that he took his ball and ran, if you will. Like, I hated all of that, and I was totally not even excited. And then I got sucked into the hype and the return, and, like, it was a cool return and the, the rampage and all that stuff, and I got kind of sucked in. And then after a few matches, like, oh, this is not going well. He's yeah. just not the same guy. And like, maybe we should have known that from his <laughs> MMA performances, but anyway, so, so yeah, goes, I mean, I have to admit, yeah, I got sucked back point. in. Yeah. It goes yeah. back to my point. So we've seen him in the ring and it's not, he's the same definitely guy. no Lashley or Lesnar or insert anybody else at that age. That's still going at the peak, peak, peak of their like industry. You know what I mean? Like, cause Lesnar's up there for that age. I think he's around that age and Lashley's yeah. definitely around that age. And look at those yeah. two guys, like prime of their life right now. Right. And yeah. like, I'm not suggesting like Phil just because he's not jacked or anything like that. He just seems slow. He seems uncoordinated in there. He seems like he's missing a beat. All of those things. Like it just yeah. doesn't, I mean, for Christ's sakes, the guy broke his leg jumping into the crowd, like <laughs> or ankle or whatever the hell it was like, foot. that's just foot. foot. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I, I hear you. So, so, the, so the question being, is he done anyway? Is I he mean, done I, anyways? he's done if they don't want him back, right? If the locker room says, if this guy comes back, we all walk. I don't see that happening. I think he's a big enough narcissist that he's not done, to be honest, that he won't, he won't do it himself. He won't quit. himself. So, well, maybe he's quit before, I guess. So I don't know. I guess it depends on how, how sookie pants he gets maybe on his time out. I think, uh, I think he is. I mean, I, I, I think this could be the end for him because, um, He's, it's becoming quite apparent that his body is breaking down. Yeah. Uh, but but to be fair, if Tony's going to play play Mr. whatever they said at the very first press, con- press conference where it was going to be Mr. Fair and, and almighty owner, then he has to ride out his – he has to make him – because he's doing that for other people now. Like everybody that shit on WWE for making guys honor their contract after being injured, Tony's doing that now, lo and behold, right? So then you got to do it for, for Punk too if that's the case. Eh, it'll be interesting i mean when i say he's done uh, i mean from in ring there's no he could come back and be yeah. you know part of the announce team or part of the management Fair or whatever right. yeah so it's it'd be interesting to see okay so moving on from that that brings up another question we're hearing all these rumors about people being unhappy uh apparently apparently we're not i haven't seen an official press release about this but apparently malachi black has been i think it is confirmed because there were stipulations there were stipulations like he can't go to wwe he can't do this he can't do that so there's like there's stipulations in it i heard rumors of a 180 day uh non-compete clause as well is that oh maybe that's the maybe then after that he's free to go wherever he wants 
I guess so. That would be twice as long as the WWE version. That's that's right. Twice as long. But and AEW. is he paying? And is he paying him like like Vince like Vince used to? Right? Like Vince, at least when you had a ninety days, you were getting paid. Like that was the whole point: is that you still have a paycheck for three months, and yep. then you're free to go wherever. Right? So I know ninety day mean equals WWE bad. So one hundred and eighty day equals AEW good. Like. Oh. <laughs> I don't hear anybody. I don't see the. We're not going to get those details, though. That's the thing. We're not going to get them because they won't release them, right? That's. I don't see the hashtag free Alistair, free (laughs) Malachi. You know, so it's it's interesting. There was rumors too that he had mental health stuff and he wanted to take a break, and and so I mean maybe he didn't want to come back. I just the timing seems off. That why he would he's a Triple H guy. You know what I mean? He is definitely Triple H guy. So. Anyway, I'm, I'm hearing rumors of a lot of different people. And again, these are all rumors. We don't have totally connection un, to this. Unsubstantiated. I've heard one one of the bigger names that I've heard is Regal. That Regal really? is not happy and possibly. And now Regal is one of Triple H's boys, oh, right? Who would have never been let go under Triple H. Mm-hmm. That would throw a wrinkle in the old Blackpool Combat Club, wouldn't it? Which, by yeah. the way, is already starting to feel mm, kind of weird to stale to me. But um yeah, I haven't heard that, but again, I haven't been, uh, it's been a busy few days, so I haven't caught up, but um, Miro apparently is re-signed, so he's he's probably not going anywhere, whether he's happy or not. He's re-signed, I guess, just last, late last year or something, but um, the interesting ones to me, well, Kyle, Kyle uh, or Bobby Fish is trashing the company right now. Bobby well, he's Fish, done. Is, he's, he's done. done. I know he's done, and he's completely trashing the company. We have he's trashing CM Punk as well. He's trashing CM Punk. <laughs> Now that might just be trying to capitalize on timing and all that stuff, but like, interestingly absent in a lot of talk is Adam Cole, right? He's not been on TV. I know he's hurt. I know he's concussed or whatever. But the lack of kind of rumblings about him leads me to believe that that's anyway. I mean, we don't the silent, know. The silence it's, is deafening. Yeah, right. And um, so Thunder Rosa was obviously not happy. That's apparently a, a situation where she wants out too. And there was a whole I just read or heard or saw about like apparently they didn't like how she was she was going to schedule her surgery but she waited until she was going to drop the title apparently and nobody liked that and everybody's kind of pissed off at her for that um black is interesting to me though because he's a guy that that triple h would do really really big things with i think again and um but i don't know who else i to me like nobody else really stands out apart from Cole. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, I think Triple H really like Kyle O'Reilly. To me, I've not. I'm O'Reilly's not, getting neck fusion though. Done. So yeah, I know. He, I know he's hurt. O'Reilly and Fish, I like. I was. I always enjoyed them, but they were like meh. I never was like super behind them, but I know Triple H liked both of them. But Cole is the really interesting one to me. Um, MJF, I don't think is off the table, right? I mean, if we can believe what they're saying on TV, maybe it's not. But if he's still done in 24, that's not too far away, right? Um, but I don't know. I think it's it's completely shifted the the morale, at least in the back. If we believe any of this stuff, then it's completely shifted the morale. And that we've so much so, and I don't know if you caught this, but there's rumor that the Bucks reached out through uh, yeah. sort of another sort of friend in the industry who works at WWE, and they sent out feelers through them, right? And I mean, yeah. that's insane to think. And I know you would hate that, but like... <laughs> That should be telling, right? No, they'll do great in NXT. (laughs) But the fact that they, of all the talent, and if Kenny, if you hear things about Kenny doing it, then there's something crazy going on, right? Because then Kenny's 
come out many, many times and said he would never go work for them. So I, I don't know why anybody would say that. I, mean, I know. I think it's a silly, asinine thing to yeah, say, but yeah. especially like look at look at how they look at how Vince and company booked Cody. I mean, that's not even Triple H's era. That's Vince booking Cody like like a star. So, well, forget about that though. But you got a chance to work for the largest wrestling well, company in the world. You're, you're, and in, the, you're in the set NFL yourself for versus, life, right? Yeah, versus yeah. college football. Yeah, kind yeah. Of, yeah good, mm-hmm. good call. So I don't know. I, if I had to pick somebody, I'm thinking it's Adam Cole because it's been way too silent on the Adam Cole front right now. And I, we don't, but again, we don't know how long he signed. So maybe he's under a deal for three more, two more years. Right. I mean, it would have been around this time he came in. I don't think Brian Danielson has any desire to go back. Um, only because I think he likes the challenge of kind of maybe building this company out and whatever. I would, I would be super okay with Daniel Bryan coming back as Daniel Bryan. You know what I mean? Um, but again, you don't know that relationship between those two guys. If Regal goes back, that might be a game changer though, for sure. I think that would be huge. Who, who do you, who you, who do you got on your radar? Uh, well, obviously, and not necessarily. And when I say leaving AEW, it doesn't necessarily mean going to WWE. Well, fair um, enough. Fair you enough. know, leaving uh, the company. Yeah, I have a. I would not be surprised if Thunder Rosa, as the Bloom's author, wrote with her, and and that women. I think she's already gone. Keeps, in my yeah, opinion, she's already gone. That would not surprise me. So the black thing, okay. So you're saying that that's official. Now I heard an interesting booking scenario for Black in WWE. Have him come in and be the leader of Judgment Day. Oh, I would really <laughs> dig that. I would really. Would you dig imagine that. that if he left and AEW their game and... team right now? I think I, I mentioned that. Like they are so good right now, and that's really. He would really actually a hot set angle that right off. He would set that yeah. angle off. Like unbelievable. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> so, oh, that would, would you imagine so going from that? And he's creative enough thing? to do a bunch of stuff. I think. Like he would really run with yeah. that. I think. I mean, and cool. then. If he, if say that something like that did happen, then you could always see the guy like a, a Buddy Matthews maybe go back. I mean, you know, he's apparently he's dating Rhea, so it'd yeah. be nice for him to be back with her. I, the funniest thing I saw, oh my God, some of these dirt cheap things. They had a they had a an article out that Alistair Black already being seen, uh, you know, hanging around with another or a w, current WWE employee. Well, of course he is. He's hanging around with Zelina, his wife. <laughs> his right? wife, yeah. Who, who uh, interestingly enough, has not been back on TV yet. I know. I'm sure they're That's, probably playing a big things because yeah. we're still waiting for Rude to come back. Apparently, Bobby Rude's got some big stuff they're gonna do for him. Like, yeah, interesting. I got a, I got a name for you. I got a name that I could see happening. Chris Jericho. Yeah, it would make sense. Now, it would make now sense. Now I know Jericho is the loudest of the loudest, but you know what? He's a carny. He's just he's just trying to oh. stay as relevant as possible. But I don't he's, think he's loyal to anybody there, to be he honest. He likes Triple H. He's loyal he's to already, Jericho. He's already come out and said that he's not happy with, you know, how things are backstage and, and the immaturity of these people and, and just the, um, and how they won't listen to other people. So I could see that. There's also rumors of uh, Hangman Page and stuff like that, but I don't think so. I mean, uh, I, I think he's there. I, I don't know. We could see many different people show up, but um my big ones, I'd say, are well, Black's gone. I'd say maybe Thunder Rosa, Jericho, possibly. Um, other than that, I think it's just going to be bit players. You know what I mean? Well, I think at the very least, it's now it's now casting a lot of doubt on a lot of guys, right, and a lot of talent. And then you know, of course, I, I'd say probably Orange Cassidy. That'd be the other one. Yeah, <laughs> he almost had me there. But <laughs> but picture a guy that seemingly might be frustrated too, because he should be Wardlow. 
Yeah, and look, FD, look, FDR is the other one that I oh, think is well, very FDR frustrating. FDR, I think, is a, is a really good lock because, again, depending on when their contract ends. But even just look at Wardlow's poor booking lately and, like, the repetitive staleness of that. Like, if that's a guy who Triple H could get his hands on that guy, well, I think that would be that would be big time, too. Throw that guy right in there, too. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But I just love that no matter what, we still don't get the same sort of comments that that would be directed at at triple or at Vince's old regime, right? Sure. All right. So I've got um, one more question. I think you know it feels like we're crapping all over AEW. So let's let's <laughs> end this on. <laughs> well, they kind of deserve it right now. I but... mean, it's warranted. Yeah. Let's let's end this on a high note. Is all this news possibly good for AEW? So I'll, I'll take that one first in that I would say yes if it was hitting mainstream media, but I haven't seen a damn thing about it on mainstream media. I don't think they're I don't think they register the same that if this was all going down like the Vince thing did in sports now, I should sports say that Sports did Illustrated cover it, did yeah. comment on it. And yeah. yeah. So I mean maybe I take Bleacher that back. report, those guys. Yeah, I guess it is Forbes I, did. I did. Yeah. Okay. So fair enough. I guess uh, I'm I'm an idiot on that one. So uh, the National I, Enquirer. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so the Inquisitors. That's the whole thing. I don't know. Um, so in that sense, I'm a firm believer that I know it's shitty, but all all publicity is good publicity. You know what I mean? In my in my opinion, because it does nothing but give you exposure. It might end up being bad at the end of it but i think if it gets eyeballs on their product it's not it's yeah it's good i mean i think the numbers were up a little bit ish for dynamite but that could have been just just for the kind of followed after aw pay-per-view anyway if even if nothing happened i think mgf probably yeah exactly like i think that could have happened anyway even without the scrum so it'll be interesting to see if it keeps up and if it uh steadily incline like inclines as we go but i don't know i i so i think yes i ultimately it could be good it could be good. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm in agreement. I mean, as the old saying goes, um, any, any publicity is good publicity, right? So yeah. it doesn't matter if it's a bad or whatever, if it gets your name in the news, it's going to get eyeballs on you. And then you can always find a way to save it. I will say this. Um, it seemed like uh, on dynamite, cause I did watch dynamite. It did seem like there was a motivated effort by everybody to try to get over this crap. Through it. Yeah, and and yeah. They, they did seem to put on a good show. To be quite yep, honest, I agree. They, they I, agree. Apart from, I just I just didn't think the Tony stuff at the beginning was was good. No, but no. I will give I will say yeah, I did enjoy the rest of the show. You're right. No, no, the Tony stuff was ridiculous. But yeah. um, but other than that, I mean, MGF starting off hot. You know that yeah. that was that was good. Moxley with a very very impassioned speech. As yeah, well. but I can't. I don't buy the company savior Moxley. Oh, and I know, like, I know. Yeah. But but for for anybody for the for the AEW fan, it's like oh my god, the roof is caving in. It was a no, amazing fair enough, promo fair for enough. them. Right? It was good. Well, it yeah. was a good promo. I just yeah. wish he wouldn't pace around the ring every time. Every time he has a good promo, but anyway. Yeah. But no, you're right. I, I totally agree. It was a good show. It was a good show. Yeah. And then rumor has it that apparently it was I think Jericho, Moxley, and Danielson that uh, pulled the had a basically pulled the, the whole group meeting, in, yeah. and they had a tell me. And apparently they did a great job with that. And uh, and there were some good comments from the uh, roster itself on on well, them doing this. So. That funny, might help. Funny, funny. Where's the, those three of those guys' background from? WWE. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, go figure, right? I mean, like, people love to shit on this, but like, it's it's telling where the professionals are coming from, right? Mm-hmm. And Punk was there too, but like, we all know that he's just a he's just Punk, right? But 
Well, but he, like it, he was, yeah, he was always hope for himself in there right, anyways. Right. Right? And he so, was exiled long ago. And, yeah. but like, it is telling to me that all three of those guys were the guys who had to rally the troops because like, they know how to, they know how to get through this stuff. They know how to be professionals. That's the difference. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, to be fair, the roster must've been all like, like, they probably didn't know what the hell was going on with all this stuff. Right. Well, they've been, yeah, they've been in the back. They know, they know what, yeah, this, fair enough. All about, you know, but yeah. And you think about it, it's ironic that these three come in there and they do such a good go- job of, I guess, cooling the fires that were going on. When you ha- from rumors that had it that just a couple of weeks ago, you have Kenny Omega and the box in there just inflaming everything, right? Their ridiculous antics during yeah. the 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 uh, roster only uh, meeting. So right. th- there you go. The, everybody, yeah, they can crap on wwe or then crap on you know the professionalism and all that stuff but it does come into play sometimes it shines through like clearly yeah. shines through right but yeah so i'll say overall i think this will end up being good for them i don't think we're now seeing the downfall of AEW. the only thing would be is if tony just turned into an absolute maniac and just tried to wield an iron fist to get everything under control then i think that's the downfall because right. you're gonna lose everybody but if they he's just not that, of, he's not that type of person anyway no, right? no. i don't think he could pull that off yeah, but if if he does the right moves, he does an investigation, he either suspends Punk or ends up getting rid of him. I think that's the right steps and then you then you lean on those guys, yeah. you lean on the Regals, you lean on the Jerichos and, the and true professionals. Guys. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you and you rebuild from the bottom up. That was the whole point of AEW. It was supposed to be the alternative to WWE. Yeah. Instead, you're starting to look a whole lot like WWE, especially with all yeah. this foolishness too worse you're starting to look like wcw yeah well there you go yeah that's very true but uh there, there's a good meme out there where it was like 2019 oh this is exciting it's like wcw and then 2022 oh this is starting to be like wcw <laughs> it's pretty good it's, uh... that is so accurate actually <laughs> all right well well, I think we've beat this one to death, but hey, yes. you know, it's it's it, it needed to be said. We had to talk said, about it. Yeah. Um, and we both are pulling for everybody. I don't want to see anybody like on a, in a shitty spot on any roster. So it's I just don't get, rid of, get rid of the bad apples. Right. That's what we want. Yeah. I don't want to see 130 people out of work. That's for sure. No. And, and that's just wrestlers. Think about everything else, the production. Well, all production. That. And, yeah. Now, are there some of the out of those 130? Are there a lot of people that probably shouldn't be on regular TV at all times? Sure, but well, and how many of those would be better suited if they would actually do something from Ring of Honor and all that stuff? So yeah, I mean it's 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 long overdue. They got to trim that fat. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Jay, I really appreciate this. this. is a great topic. I know you want you you were chomping at the bit to to talk about this, and I'm glad we took some time and took that little break to make sure that we weren't just jumping on the latest news and we just kind of got everything i think uh interesting days ahead in the wrestling world i will say that but let's not forget folks wrestling's been pretty fun lately too. Yeah, it has <laughs> been. It's been must see like you said last week it's i've been tuning into everything it's been fantastic off topic but friday night uh, smackdown show was really 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 good really good um, also, I was curious. I was curious right before we end. What did you uh, think of Meltzer giving Sheamus and uh, Gunther five stars? Well, I, I mean, to be honest, I don't give two shits about Meltzer's <laughs> ratings, but I will say this: I'm glad that that they did get that because they deserved it. Oh, hundred percent. And, and uh, you know, it's nice to see uh, a guy like Sheamus, who's put so much work in over the years, get 
you know recognized for that but honestly i don't i don't care about oh i know neither one of us do i just was taking it back i was like really he did oh okay interesting i mean it it was a fantastic match but yeah you're right it's everything's been so good lately it feels hot i mean i don't think we've talked about this we're never going to get back to the attitude era levels of people but i think it's just exciting to be excited again yeah yeah so i'm all for it keep it going i mean and again like we said all this all this publicity, it's still it's still getting eyeballs on the product. Yeah, so there you for go. sure. All right, we'll end on that because we both got dogs that are going bananas right now. So. <laughs> I've got I've got World War Three happening upstairs above me. I think mine so, needs uh... to go out to, for uh, for a walk. So on that note, I will say, Jay, thank you very much. Oh, by the way, folks, if you're uh, if you're so inclined, we would really appreciate it if you could. Uh, you know, head on over to your uh, Apple podcast or uh, wherever you listen to them. If you can give us a rating, we'd love a five-star rating and just more so not because we deserve an Meltzer rating or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's just because it helps the algorithm and it helps get our sultry voices into the ear holes of other people. So if you, and if you, exactly. And if you got someone, if you enjoy our show and you got someone that, you know, loves wrestling, let them know about our show, pass along, pass the word along. We certainly, absolutely. uh, certainly can use the list those likes and subscribes and shares going yeah for sure and uh don't forget to head on over to our uh youtube uh channel and check out stuff there we like to throw some clips up from these episodes on there just to shorten things up a little bit and uh we got lots going on there and um facebook page we want to see some people be interactive with us over there so we're, we're constantly looking for uh our listeners to join in the conversation and of course, you need to get a hold of us on Twitter, Instagram. It's at WWTT Pod. On that note, for Jay, this is BC, and I will say that we are out of here. The Ali, the Ali, the Ali, the Ali, the Ali.